Start with a nice word of Pashas Kadoshim. The Pusik this week tells us the mitzvah, it's a mitzvah to give someone a misr, to be mechiyach, somebody who's doing something wrong. You see something, someone doing something wrong, you give him, you rebuke him, you give him, you give him your criticism. Now, of course, you know, some people stay far away from that mitzvah. They don't have it within themselves to rebuke someone else where they don't feel they're worthy of it. For example, some people love this mitzvah and they're very attracted to it, always telling different people what they should be doing. Um, you know, different people are attracted to different mitzvahs. But in any case, the Chedeshirim says an interesting word. He says that Lushan S is like Itoi. S Amiseichu. And Itoi, Chazal teaches, is like Imoi, right? With him. You should be Mechiach with your friend. What does that mean? He says that when you're, when you're being Mechiach someone, you should be Mechiach yourself as well. Include yourself in the criticism. When you're the, the good guy who, not, who does nothing wrong, and you notice someone else is doing something wrong, and you tell him, hey, you're doing something wrong, it's not going to be taken too well, probably. But if you include yourself in it, and you say, you know, I know this is very hard, right? I, I also struggle with this. I think that it really has to be done better, then, then you'll probably accomplish more. Now, the Chedishinim doesn't say that the point of this is so that your words are taken better. But I think it's simple that that's the intention, right? Together with him, um, you don't want to hurt him you want to make sure that, that what you're saying is taken well now it's interesting because you know essentially mitzvah is not necessarily about being taken well right my chiv is to be mechiyach you if you like it or not but we know that it's not necessarily true because you're not supposed to say something that won't be taken well and one of the ways to make sure that your techoche is being taken well is by including yourself in that techoche and somebody feels less threatened by the message now, if that's the case by Techoche, that's the case with a lot of mitzvahs that you're trying to focus on the goal. And a lot of Techoche actually is relevant with Chinuch Abunim. Now, when you're telling a child what to do, I don't know if that's a mitzvah's Techoche necessarily, but it's a mitzvah's Chinuch. But by Chinuch, we also find the same idea. You want to make sure that your Chinuch is being taken well. If you're telling a child what to do, you're criticizing a child, or you're trying to teach him, but he's not being taught. In other words, you're not teaching in a way that's, that it's being accepted. You're not accomplishing much. Now, I'm not going to go into the... But there are a lot of um, different ideas that show, a lot of different points, a lot of different makoiris that show that the, the point of chinuch is that, it's, that, it's, that it accomplishes something. To say something to a child that's not going to be taken well, that's not chinuch. This doesn't mean that you're responsible for the outcome. It doesn't mean that if you tried your best and, and it didn't work, then you weren't yoytzi mitzvah chinuch. Maybe you were. But there definitely is a lot to say about um, saying something and saying it in a way that's going to be taken well. And if you're telling something to a child or doing something to a child and it's not going to be taken well, then, then, then you have a problem. It's not his problem, it's your problem. That's not what the chinuch is about. That's not what the chuch is about. You definitely want to make sure that whatever it is that you're doing or trying to get across is in a way that's going, that it's going to accomplish what it should accomplish. That's, that's something to think about. Um, you definitely want to, want to change your methods or change your attitude if it's not being taken well because it's not being taken well. You, know, you could go to Dintoira with your child and, and prove him wrong for not accepting your message or for proving that other people took the message, other children took the message, but it, it, it's not the point. So let me, let me, let me read a, a, a question that I got over here um, and see if we could uh, try to address this. Okay. Firstly, I'd I listen to your classes weekly on Torah Anytime and I'd like to thank you. I really gained a lot in general and in particular from the healthy mindset that you offer and a way to think. There was one disturbing class about when we do... You know, before I go on, I, I don't know why I always have this knee-jerk reaction. And I, I don't think it's because I'm taking it personal. I, I, it's in general. Sometimes people listen to somebody 
speak or give classes, or whether it's a ruv, I'm talking about somebody they respect, somebody they want to be makabal from. And they take the, they take what's what's being taught. And sometimes they get stuck on something. Hey, you know, I like everything he said, but this one point I don't like. Again, I'm not saying it about myself because nobody has to listen to me. Nobody, I'm not anyone's rebbe, I'm not anyone's ruv. So in this case, maybe it's even less relevant. But sometimes, if you like the general approach someone's giving, and you feel that you're accepting of what someone has to say, then when they say the one thing you don't like, sometimes it's worth saying, you know what, maybe. Maybe I shouldn't just listen when I like everything that's being said. Maybe I should listen even when I'm hearing something I don't like. So if you, don't, if you generally don't like what someone's saying or you can't relate to it, then of course, there's no point in keep on listening and keep on having an issue with it. But if, you're, but if you do accept what somebody says in general and then they one time say something you don't like, it's important to think like, maybe there's something that this person understands that I don't. Again, I, it's hard for me to give this message when it's about me personally. I'm, my point is just that if you're only going to listen to what someone says when you like what they say, then you're basically just listening to yourself and you found someone else that's saying what you would want to say. But again, and, and I, I definitely am open to anyone um, disagreeing or critiquing anything I have to say. And I don't think that anyone is obligated to accept anything from me at all. Getting back to the point over here. Okay, there was one disturbing class about when do we give the old-fashioned patch. I definitely understand that you're not allowed to hit a child when you're angry but there's something I don't like that sounds very Americanized it sounds like the whole issue of hitting a child is a big boogeyman a very scary thing why can't the child know that his parent is allowed to hit a child they're allowed to give me a patch it's in their hands they are the authority figures in my life which was the way we were educated and brought up when we were young this was always how it is parents didn't need to think 25 times if they're allowed to hit a child or not it wasn't so scary they didn't need so many parenting classes to learn if it's allowed to be given or not I would appreciate if you can offer some clarity on why this became such a scary thing. Okay, so I'm going to try to cover this briefly. And again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the big advocate for for not patching children, for yes patching children. I'm, I'm saying whoever listens to me weekly knows that this is not one of my big subjects. So I don't want to come across as making the patch a scary thing, or 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 a crime. I don't want to advocate giving a lot of patch. It's not either something I, I do. So. I just hope that nothing I'm going to say is going to come across like being very passionate one way or the other, for that matter. Uh, let me say this. One thing that you always want to think about when it comes to parenting, Befrat, is, is not if I could or I can't. Do I have to or I don't have to? It's if you want to. Okay? I often, when I talk about, for example, um, you know, the right way to ask a child to help you, for example, right? If you tell a child, especially children that have resistance to helping, children that have a problem helping at home, and, and I, you know, I would offer, you know, maybe ask your child nicely if they want to help or when they want to help or let them choose, and people have an issue with that. People tell me, what do I have to ask my child? I have to ask my son if he wants to help? And you know what I answer? You don't have to. You, you were doing it differently. It wasn't working. You asked me what the problem was. I'm telling you, maybe ask differently. You're allowed to. You, you don't, it doesn't say anywhere you, you have to command your child what to do. It doesn't say anywhere you have to control when or what your child does. Maybe you're allowed to, but you were trying that and it wasn't working. It wasn't bringing the results you wanted, right? That's why you asked me a question. And you could resort to going back to the way you were doing it till now. You know, you could send your child to the mechanic, have someone fix him. But, you know, you, you have to think about what do I want to accomplish? Do I, do I want to do what I'm allowed to do or, or what's going to work for me? So when somebody asks, I'm not allowed to give a patch? You're allowed to. You, you could beat up all your children. I'm saying until someone reports you, you can definitely try it. But if it's not, you know, if, the question is if it, if it works, if that's what people want to do these days. If it's bringing the results people want, so you could ask people who give a lot of patch if it makes them close with their children, if it helps their children be nishanach, and if not, so again, that's up to you. So if the point is, um, you know, am I allowed to? You're definitely allowed to. I think you're allowed to. I mean, the Torah definitely lets children, parents um, hit children. Chazal definitely, on some level, 
in some situations definitely actually encourage giving a patch. But but it definitely you have to definitely remember that you, know, you want to know is this something you want to do or it's not something you want to do. So that's just that's just my introduction. Okay, it's not it's not about me telling you what you're allowed to do or what you should do. It's about what you want to do to be the best parent you could be and have the best children that you could that you could have. And and when it comes to chinuch, like I said before, you want to know what's what's the goal, what's the outcome. Are you looking to what what's your goal? What's your goal? Is your goal to be in control of your children? Is your goal to have it easiest for you in the moment? Or do you have some kind of long-term goal about your children being nishanach and, and your relationship with them and how they're going to turn out and things like that? So that's something to think about when it comes to anything, like giving a patch or anything for that matter. Okay, So it's not about, it's not about if you're allowed or not, it's not about what people did or not. It, it's just something to think about. In your situation, is this what you want to do? Is this what's going to bring about the best results that you want? Go ahead. Beat them up. So anyway, I'll talk more about that um, later, but you know, but the goal and, and the chinder. But so let, let me just mention this: the the Torah d- definitely didn't change and never will. Okay, so when the Torah says Yasser is binchu, you know that you, you hit your children and and beat Madanu of Sheikhu and they're going to give you nachas because of it. And Chazal teach us that it didn't change. Torah is not changing. If anyone makes believe that in today's world things change and, and the Torah changed and the right of parents changed and how much children are obligated to the I'm changed, and then, then, then it's wrong. Not a question. It's wrong. Torah doesn't change. At the same time, there are things that do change. Not the Torah. There are things that change. There are things that we do today, whether in our chinuch system or the way tzaddikim even teach us to parent our children, that they didn't do in, in, in olden days. Why? Because things changed. And the Torah definitely wants you to take things into account. There are things that you have to take into account. There are things that you, that you have to take into account. So, so even if you're right or your obligation to your children didn't change, something about the children may have changed. Now, the, the changes should not be ignored. There are, there are changes. There are things that are different with today's generation than they were you know, in, in, in other generations. Whether it's the, access, the accessibility to the world, that children are, could access anything they want, they don't, they don't have to ask you permission before doing things. And, and you want to make sure they're not going to on their own will. Or is just the exposure to a lot of resentment out there, to parents and to chinuch and whatever it is. And when, when children get upset at parents, they know who, who's going to agree with them and who's going to save them and who to talk to and who believes them and, and who else is upset at their parents. You know, it's, it's an open world. If, somebody, if somebody's fighting with, the, with their children too much, you can be sure you, your children know that there are people out there that are advocating for, you know, against the... the against a lot of the chinuch that's being offered. I mean, if he doesn't know it when he's five, he'll know it when he's 12. If he doesn't hear it today, he'll hear it tomorrow. You just have to realize that you're dealing with, with kids that are not, they're not um, closed in, they're not, they're not narrow-minded, they're not, they know what's going on these days. A child, by the time he gets a little older, he'll know who to turn to when he's upset, at you or at anyone. There are people that are offering this information, there are people that are out there. And, so, and, and, and the first part as well, that the children have access to whatever they want these days. Getting to a fight with your child and making him resent you is not going to make him more nichna like maybe it used to. You know, in the olden days, people knew, my parents want something, I, I, I can't fight them, they're my parents. And, and they didn't have where to go and they didn't know what there was to do and they just, they just let it happen. They just, let, they, just, they just, you know, went along with it. It doesn't, it doesn't work like that these days. You can look around, you'll see. There are a lot of problems out there. If you want to make sure that your children, you know, make sure, you, you need to set the Shema, you ask Hashem, if you want to do whatever you could do to make sure that your children... Um, don't turn elsewhere. You want them to be able to turn to you. You don't want. You don't want to fight with them. So the point is not. Do I have to listen to classes before I hit my child? I'm allowed to. I'm in control. My child should know. 
He should, but if he doesn't, or it's not working, there's something to think about. There are many people, many children these days, that because they didn't like how they were being, being treated, and because they felt resentful that they were being controlled or abused, or whatever, whatever they call it, or whatever anyone else calls it these days, and children get these ideas, you might want to take that into consideration before you hit your child. Now, does it mean you should never hit your child? No. Does it mean that your child should, be, should think that you're afraid of him? No, that's counterproductive. That's not, not going to help you. If your child sees you're afraid of him, then he'll, he'll, he'll take advantage of you even more. But there's something about being considerate of how a child feels, and that these days, you might want to do that more than, more than people used to. That's first of all. Now, another thing. I talk to a lot of adults. Okay? I don't talk to children, almost. Sometimes. I talk to adults mainly. Many adults, even older than myself, talk with a lot of resentment towards the way that they were parented. So to make it sound like it's a new thing today that people are promoting not hitting children or not uh, abusing children. No, it's not how it was. It could be it's not how it was. And many people are resentful about that. Now, are they resentful because they always were or because today's generation and today's um, talk of town makes even the older people resentful even when they were? I don't, but it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference. It could be today's changes um, had an effect even on, on the previous generation that for 20 years they were okay with how they were parented and all of a sudden they're starting to realize that it wasn't good. It could be. It doesn't matter. The point is, is, is the facts. The fact is that when a child is, is hit too much or he doesn't feel that it's justified, he doesn't understand why you're hitting him and he feels like you're just controlling him, then he might get resentful and might cause him to do something stupid. And you don't want that to happen. So, so something to think about. Now, I'll tell you another thing. Even people quite a bit older than myself you have people who grew up by Holocaust survivors, right? And a lot of times they talk about the chinuch that they were given. Or people that learned in Chayder by Malamdin that were Holocaust survivors. And what do they say? They don't say, oh, Adam Malamed, he was a survivor, and he knew how to be Mechanach, because he was from the old, he was from the Alta Haim, where they really did it right. He used to beat up the kids. <laughs> if only my son's Rebbe would do that to him. You don't hear that. You don't hear that. You hear people saying, Nabuch, he was a Galitner from the Krieg. So, in other words, they justify what they see as wrong because somebody was Nebuch, a survivor. Or sometimes they just victimize themselves say, you know, and I had a terrible upbringing. I grew up by survivors. So that's what happened. Why is that? People are not seeing anger and nervousness as, as, as justified. You don't see people looking back and say, listen, he was the father. He was the Rebbe. He was allowed to beat me up. And that's what it is. No, they talk about it like Nebuch, you know, poor guy. He, he wasn't taking his pills. Anyway, all this is just to bring out a point. And the point is not that you're not going to hate your children. And the point is not your children shouldn't respect you. And the point is not you have to be afraid of them. The point is that you might want to take a lot of today's lessons that people offer when it comes to parenting with more gefil and with less control and with a kinder attitude. You might want to take that seriously, taking into consideration whatever, whatever you might call changed. So that's, that's just something to think about. Now, aside from anything that may have changed, even... even even the olden times, right? Even if you look at Sfurim, talking about who talk about Chinach, I'm talking about old Mechanchem, I'm not talking about today's style Mechanchem. There's definitely, there was definitely always guidelines about how to patch, when to patch. Like you mentioned, right? You can't patch when you're angry, right? You mentioned that. You should never patch out of cast. And that's something that's a very well-known idea in the, in the, in the Sfurim, whether they're talking about Chinach, or talking about Misr, or talking about Avodisamidus. So, so often people that have an issue with, I have to think 10 times before I give a patch. Yeah, not because you're a child. Because you're supposed to think before you do something. You should make sure you're not doing it out of anger. You have, you have a lot of old Mechanchem Gedol Yisrael who had their policies when they gave a patch. They patched for chitzpah, yeah, for this, not, for, for saying a lie, they patched, for what. Yeah, there were different things that, that deserved a patch and warranted the, you know, that kind of um, punishment. So if you're just in a patch every time you lose yourself, or every time you want to be in control, and you just give a patch, 
the problem is not the generation, the problem is not your children, the problem is not, it's not that you should be afraid of them. The problem is that that's not, that's not how to do things. You're picking up a hand to hit someone? Why? Because you got nervous? So the fact that there's more awareness about this today, and maybe you know, years ago people didn't talk about it as much, doesn't mean that, that anything changed. It's nothing to do with America. Again, maybe, uh, maybe in the American-style uh, parenting of the Goyim, the Havdu, probably never let to hit your child. Maybe your child's allowed to hit you. But you know, maybe your child should report you. But today, but but you know, but I, I don't think it's anything to do with Yiddishkeit. I think that with Yiddishkeit, you definitely there's the idea of ein unch elim kamazir, and you don't punish unless you warn someone. Tries to let him know in advance when, when, and when he will not get a patch, so that when he gets it, he knows why he got it. A child's allowed to know that you're not going to patch him when you're angry, or at least you should know that you're not going to patch him when he's angry. He's allowed to know what does and what doesn't deserve a patch, and, and all that. As a matter of fact, we find Shachnurich and Gemurich. You know that a patch a child is a little older because he might hit you back. What does that mean? Is that Americanized? You can't do what you want. If a child won't handle it, whether it's Lifnaivir or whatever it is, or even if it'll just be Chitzpadek back, or if he won't handle it, then you don't patch. That's what it says in the Torah. So again, people think that, that um, you know, discussing how and when to patch is American. I don't think it's Americanized. I think it's definitely just, there is more awareness about Chinuch these days, Bechlal. And when, and when it is the time and place for a patch, you should definitely give the patch. You shouldn't be afraid of your child. And if a child thinks that my parents are going to be afraid of me and I'm going to tell out on them, and that's why they'll never tell me what to do, that, that's a problem. But it doesn't mean that you shouldn't think twice before saying or doing something to a child. Think about the results. The fact that today's children know that there's such a thing as reporting a parent or reporting a malamid for hitting, it means that things changed. And you don't, you don't, want, to, you don't want to cause something, something silly to happen. So just getting back to the first point, and that is, again, chinuch is about results. It doesn't mean that you're responsible for the results. It doesn't mean that if you don't have good results, you failed. It doesn't mean so much that the Shemayin and some of the other, you know, other um, influences in, in a child's upbringing and you could have done everything you should have done and still failed in the outcome. It doesn't mean you failed in your, in your chinuch. But you definitely want to think about the outcome when you're parenting. Whatever you want to do, you want to make sure that you're thinking, what will this cause? And, and, and you know, too much hitting is definitely not going to cause too much good. And in general, if you're resorting to hitting a child too often, it also means that you're not teaching him anything. It means that he's doing things because he's afraid of you, or he's not afraid and he's just getting a lot of patch. Right? If you're hitting too often, it means he's not afraid. He's doing what he shouldn't and he's getting patch. Um, but, but in general, controlling a child and having him brought up with, with having to do things and being afraid of you, it's, only, it's, only, it's short-lived. So it might make things um, easier now. You know, short-term, you might be more in control, but long-term, you're definitely not getting anywhere. There's, def- there's definitely something about controlling too much and hitting too much that's, that's not good. And if children see that, they're going to lose respect for you and they're not being a shanach. The Gemurah talks about a malamed that was hitting too much and they wanted, to, they wanted to send him away and make him os malamed. What happened? They couldn't find somebody who taught as well. The Gemurah doesn't say, no, hitting is the right way to do it and the, the children should have been afraid of him and we're going to keep him there and we're going to teach everyone else to hit him more. No, the, the Gemurah says that they couldn't find anyone who taught as well and, and they took him back. It doesn't seem that they were promoting his method of of excessive patching, so that's just something to think about. And you don't want, you don't want um, 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 children growing up in fear. You want, you want to make sure that children are going to listen to you and respect you and feel good about what they're doing, and want to impress you, and want to be rewarded. Just recently, in a in a in a shir after a course that I gave, one of the questions was, how do we make sure that all the children who are less dependent on us and need need less from us, how do we make sure they also do what we want? Right? The implication of the question was, small children, they need breakfast, lunch, and supper, and they need you to give them money, or take them on a trip, or buy them a prize, so they have to listen to you. 
What about when kids get older? They don't, they don't have to anymore. They have their own money. They can do whatever they want. How, how do you make them listen to you then? And that's an excellent question. You know what the answer is? You can't make them listen to you. But if all you did when they were younger was make them listen to you because they had to, then when they get older, you're going to have a problem. But instead, if when they're younger, you, you take it into consideration, how can I get my child to want to listen? How do I make him less afraid of me? How do I make him less feel controlled? So that he likes what he's doing and he appreciates what he's doing. And when he grows older, he does even more of it because he feels good about it. Then you, you're getting somewhere. You know? but, it, but if when a child is young, and like you say, what's wrong if he knows that we're the authority figures and I'm allowed to hit him and this is how it always was? You could, but chances are that when he grows older and he's not afraid of that anymore, he might rethink his options. Chaz Shulam, and you don't want him to. So just to, 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 to sum it up, um, you could patch your children as much as you want, technically. Um, I don't think you want to. And I think that things have changed, and it's just something to think about. And chinuch is about the long-term goal, and, and what you want to do is make your children know in advance that you're not afraid to give a patch when necessary, and they should know in advance when and how it might happen, and, and understand why it happened. Um, in general, and make sure that's not just coming from your own anger or whatever it is. I definitely hear people saying, both adults and even children, yeah, crazy mother had, crazy father had, you know, just always hitting everyone, just, you know, you don't want that. So when I was yourself with the right attitude, um, and with the Torah de Gashkofa, of course, taking Chinuch seriously and thinking about the goals, and a lot of tefillah, a lot of Siat be able to see a lot of nachas from all our children when I was yourself.